0: Stand up on your feet, won't you, and put your best hand clap together for our dear Pastor Robert Sahagun. Come on.
1: Hey!
2: Did you feel it shift tonight? Did you feel something shift tonight? You know, the heavens, God has desired the heavens to open over one but it ain't gonna open if we're not gonna open it. If you're waiting for God to do something, you're going you're gonna to keep on waiting. Because He's waiting on us. Amen? amen. And what we just did did something. Bishop, I don't know. Um, do you have a studio? Yes, a studio. I just feel that uh, instru- musical instruments, equipment, whatever is needed, even to have multiple studios, are going to come your way. But here's what's interesting. What I feel, it's going to come through the hands of people that are well known, artists. I mean, artists that we all know. Not. It's going to come through them, and God has a divine purpose of not just you getting it, but how you're going to get it. And um, I'm just thinking of names on the top of my head. You know, like Celine Dion. I mean, that kind of level, of. People, I mean, not that I, not, that not that that's where it's going to come from, but I'm talking about a name that we all know, and God's going to release some things to you because He has a divine purpose. Not just you have, not just for you to have what you need, but for His will to be accomplished in them. Amen. I just feel that. I just, I just, I just feel the need to have said that. Amen. Hallelujah. You know what? Um, my goodness, we're so rich. We're so rich. I know we're just halfway through this. Now, you can still, I know tonight is an open night. You can still register because we have Monday, Monday morning and Monday night. And the, God does not regress. Amen? It's just going to get more and more. It's going to get better and better. More better. More get more better. Okay. Especially those of you, you know what? You guys can sit down. I, I'll you go ahead and sit down. Can I be relaxed tonight? You know, because like... uh, Not that I'm intimidated, but, you know, I I just thank Bishop Hooks for saying what he said this morning about not, you know, don't, uh, you know, other people's talents and their gifts. You know what I mean? Because we're stamped by God, you know. We're made in His image. You know, when he talked about style... Because, man, I just love their style, you know, but can I just relax and just uh, be myself? I just, I just feel the the, uh, need to just take you in this direction tonight. Have have Pastor Daniel been teaching you guys Hawaiian words, every once in a while, Small small kind is one Hawaiian word right there, small kind. You taught them kuleana? Okay. It's a word called kuleana, that means responsibility. Responsibility based on the, uh, your property, your region, even your business. Yes. And we have a responsibility for, for this weekend. We have a responsibility to Alaska. And God's going to crack something, but he, he, it's, it still needs to be cracked. And, there's still, and, and he's going to crack that based on what we do or what you do. And we're here for, for a moment and God is going to take you the rest of the way. This is the 10th annual prophetic conference and every time that I come anyway, I see something different. I see a rise in, in, in the passion and a rise in the, in the fire. I see new faces. But yet there's some things that still needs to be cracked, open. And God is doing it. But He leaves with us a responsibility. And I want us to look at... Uh, the. Uh, the book of Acts, if we can go there, and it's Acts chapter 4, and I'm going to read this uh, from 13 to 31, That's so I'm having you uh, sit, because it's almost the whole chapter. Hallelujah. Man, I just felt something shift, Bishop, and God wants to shift the atmosphere, and, and and the Lord shared with me uh, while we were here, because it's a different atmosphere for me and for you know for all of us that we come, when we came and it's, you know it's colder here where we where we come from, but it's warm to you guys. I saw some guys walking with shorts. What's up with that? What's up with that? So, but it's still cold. It's a different atmosphere. You know and 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 you know and I love it. I know I can handle cold better than heat actually to be honest. And but we function differently under a different atmosphere. It's almost like we're we're subject to the atmosphere that we're under. And God's going to shift the atmosphere in Alaska and 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 God's going to make Wasilla like like it, it's a center. It's, it's like Oahu, the island of Oahu is the gathering place. Wasilla is going to be something like that. It's going to be the center of things. God wants to make uh, Wasilla the center of prayer. Uh, God's going to bring us a prayer center to Wasilla. And, and, it, and in order for that to happen, there's some things that need to happen prior to that. that before the atmosphere shifts, we need to shift. Amen. Now let's, let's read Acts chapter 4 verse 13. Reading from the New King James. Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men, they marveled. And they realized that they had been with Jesus. And seeing the man who had been healed standing with them, they could say nothing against it. But when they had commanded them to go aside out of the council, they conferred among themselves saying what shall we do with these men for indeed that a notable miracle has been done through them is evident to all who dwell everybody say all who dwell to all who dwell in jerusalem and we cannot deny it but so that it spreads no further among the people let us severely threaten them that from now on they speak to no man in his name in this name so they called them And commanded them not to speak at all, nor teach in the name of Jesus. Verse 19. But Peter and John answered and said to them, Whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you more than to God, you judge. For we cannot but speak. I'm going to read that again. For we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. Verse 21. So when they had further threatened them, they let them go, finding no way of punishing them because of the people... Everybody say, because of the people, people. since they glorified God, come on, say glory, because they glorified God, for what had been done. For the man was over 40 years old, on whom this miracle of healing had been performed. And being let go, verse 23, we're in verse 23, and being let go, they went to their own companions and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said to them. So when they had heard that, they raised their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, you are God who made heaven and earth and the sea and all that is in them. Who by the mouth of your servant David have said that with all boldness they may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant Jesus. And when they had prayed, me say, and when they had prayed, yeah. the place where they were assembled together was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And they spoke the word of God with boldness. Now, Lord God, we come before you, Lord, and we ask for an anointing in this place. Lord, that I may speak your word with that anointing, because your word is a lamp unto our path, a light, light up to our path, a lamp unto our feet. And Father, may there be an anointing for us to hear your word, O oh God, not with human ears or even with human wisdom, O oh God, but with your Holy Spirit upon us now, God. We pray in the name of Jesus and all God's people said, Amen. Amen and amen and amen. We have a responsibility. We have a kuliana with what we've been given. And what we've been given is for this state, this city. You know, when, when we worship the Lord, you can feel things shift in the church, in this building. We have responsibility during this conference and after. And our responsibilities to ourselves, our responsibilities to our family, our church, our sphere of influence, our city, and this state. And God is saying that He is wanting us to change and shift the atmosphere where we are. I'm gonna share some testimonies a little bit later, but but I want us to read this verse as well. It's found in Isaiah 51. Verse 16. And I have put my words in your mouth. I have covered you with the shadow of my hand, that I may plant the heavens and lay the foundations of the earth and say to Zion, you are my people. God revealed through the prophet Isaiah that God would put his word in his children's mouth so that when you speak it, you plant the heavens and lay the foundation of the earth. God has called his children to set the atmosphere. You know, when we pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, we're asking God, Lord, set the atmosphere. Lord, your kingdom come here. May your will be done. I remember it at, in 911 when, when we were attacked by terrorists and the towers of, in New York City were hit. Man, the atmosphere shifted. More people went to church. How many of you guys remember that? More people went to their knees and prayed like never before. It was a, it was a marked time in the history of our nation is it the same right now you see we cannot ev- uh, depend on an event to shift the atmosphere it did for a little while god is calling us to shift that atmosphere there's a stirring in the the uh, the heart of your pastor your pastors and, and the leaders of this church, and even for Dr. Morocco, to have this church that's planted here begin to think in terms of shifting the atmosphere over this city. That's why there's a prophetic conference. You see, we're getting blessed. I'm getting blessed. You're getting touched. You're getting, you're getting the word of the Lord. I mean, at the call-out room, you guys are having church. But really, it's, it's, for a, res- it's a responsibility that we have Too much is given much is required it's not really what happens here and more will happen but it's the preparation of our own hearts to take this city bishop said you know we can we can be in a place like this and go home and go back to our common things you know, here, especially when it's cold, you, you, you wear a coat and you hang it up, right? I don't, I don't see that now, but there's, there's like a coat closet. We don't get that in Hawaii, okay? But there's a coat hanger. You, you hang it up, and when we leave, we put it back on. You know, the goal of coming to church is that we don't put back the old, old self on when we leave. And, and God is saying He's going to release us after this conference to to begin to shift the atmosphere of where you're at. What is an atmosphere? And I looked up what atmosphere is. Because we assume we know what atmosphere is. And we all do. But here's a, a literal uh, definition that I got from the dictionary. Well, actually Google. Man, what is the dictionary anymore, man? What's up? An atmos- atmosphere, in its simplest definition, is an envelope of gases surrounding the earth or another planet retained by that celestial body's gravitational pull. That's the atmosphere. We have an atmosphere. We live under that atmosphere. But there's also a uh, atmosphere. This is under a different uh, definition for an atmosphere. It's it's the pervading tone or mood in a particular place, the ambiance, the feel, the character, the aura the undercurrent the vibe you know we, we we put atmosphere in the utmost importance when we go out and eat you got to have the nice atmosphere hey it's va- god bless you guys tonight's valentine's day and you guys are in church how many of you guys love jesus Hallelujah. you know normally on a night like this we go out and eat dinner with our spouse but man you guys are eating something much better than what you can find in any restaurant tonight you see, God, know, God knew that the atmosphere was important because before He created man, He created the atmosphere. Uh, uh, far, be, far beyond what we know the atmosphere is because before He created man, He created the universe. When you look up into the heavens, that's atmosphere. The planets beyond our, our ability to see, they have its, it has its own atmosphere. And when God created the earth, He created the water, the air, the clouds, he created the garden, the ambiance, he created the, the atmosphere, and then he put man in it, but w- we, we heard earlier today, or even uh, uh, yesterday, that man blew it in the garden of Eden, they gave up the atmosphere, you know, Satan is the prince of the air now, we gave it up, we gave up the authority. And God wants us to take it back. And like I said, if we're waiting for revival, we must might as well just wait. Because God wants us to take it back. And God wants to cause revival to come through us. That's the way God does it. Amen. That's why there's a prophetic conference. When you really think about it, that's why we're here. That's why you're getting a word that encourages, exhorts, and comforts. Because when you leave this place... God's given you a kuliana, a responsibility to change the atmosphere in your home. The atmosphere in your business. The atmosphere in this church. The atmosphere in this city. And when this city becomes a light, because of the atmosphere of shifted, it becomes a a, a a place where people would look and say, Hey, you know what? Something's happening in Wasilla and it'll change the atmosphere in the state. We have to think big that's why we're here that's what God thinks of you and me we're no longer common, as, pa- as Bishop said this morning. We're not common people. Once you've accepted Christ in your heart, once I've, I've accepted Christ in, 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 in my heart, i become an atmosphere changer. I've been given this responsibility to change the things that are around me. God has placed it upon all of us. And, and, and you know what? It's sometimes it'll take a prophetic conference for us to be reminded of that responsibility. It takes a prophetic conference the, to be reminded that you're beautifully and wonderfully made and God had a plan for you and for me. While you were yet in your mother's womb, he had a plan A. And not really, you know, there's no plan B. I said that this morning. There's no plan B in God's plan for you. If there's a plan B, it's to get you back to plan A. And, and, and God is, 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 is putting a responsibility on us. And uh, some of you guys are in your plan B and you're coming back to your plan A. I prophesy that, that there's some people here that are coming back to their plan A. they've been gone from their plan A for a long time. And God is bringing you back. Amen. Hallelujah. So there's also an atmosphere in a spiritual realm. Second Chronicles chapter five talks about the dedication of the temple. We're familiar with this passage the priests consecrated themselves. You know, holiness, holiness has something to do with the atmosphere. When they opened the temple, the priests consecrated themselves. They just didn't jump into church. They just say, hey, let's just go to church. They consecrated themselves. They said, hey, you know what? When we go into the temple, we're going to create an atmosphere that God will come. So what I do, who I am, is going to help to create that atmosphere. The attitude that I have, my life, is going to create that atmosphere. And so the priests had to consecrate themselves. And, and we could just go straight to 2 Chronicles 5, 13. When they all assembled together, together the okay indeed it came to pass when the trumpeters and singers were as one to make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking the lord I, I believe we did that tonight and when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets the cymbals and instruments of music and praised the lord saying for he is good for his mercy endures forever that the house the house of the lord was filled with a cloud and can we go to the next verse so that even the priests could not continue ministering because of the atmosphere, because of the cloud, because of the glory of the Lord. For the glory of the Lord filled the house of God. You see, God wants to us to, God didn't just fill His house with His glory. It, take, it took man, it took man to consecrate themselves, come into the house, worship Him, be as one. And the glory came. Now God wants to go beyond the church. We all know that. Well if God wants to go beyond the church, that still applies. When we go home, is our home consecrated? We need to determine to make our home a place of visitation. Of his presence. Some of us need to get rid of some things in our house. Some of us, needs, we need to change the words we speak in our house. God wants to fill our house. God wants us to change the atmosphere of our house. And I'm not condemning anybody. You know, I had to change the atmosphere in my house. I'm not saying for anyone to get rid of your TV. I do have a TV, but I got rid of, I, 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 changed, I, do have, I got a TV for Christmas. After so many years of not having a TV. But I have rules of what to watch. I have a thing called covenant eyes on my, on all of my uh, devices. My wife can see whatever I, wherever I go. Because I want the atmosphere in my life, in my home, and in my church, in the church that I pastor, in my city, in my island, in my state, to shift, amen? We have a kuleana. We have a responsibility. And God loves us so much that He would put us in a prophetic conference. Man, I, I, I tell you what. For every speaker that spoke, God is speaking, was speaking to me. Now, we're, we're, as speakers, we're not here just saying, okay, that's a good word for them. That's a good word for them. That's a good word for them. Hey, let me tell you, God is speaking to all of us. Amen. And we're, we're gleaning things and my life is changing. I, I don't come here and I know none of us do come here and saying, okay, we're going to impart all of this. I tell you what, God is imparting to us as well. While we give out, God is giving in. Amen. Yes. So it is important that we under, understand atmosphere because when you enter into a place, it's, it's an atmosphere. God is saying to all of us, who is willing and who is ready to take this city? I wanna to go to Mark chapter five, and, and Pastor Bruno, my goodness. I tell you, I got so many, fi- my, my list of favorite pastors keep growing. <laughs> keeps growing. Let's turn to Mark. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on the on the passage that you that you because I found something interesting when we read that. Can we turn to Mark, the book of Mark, Matthew, Mark, Luke, chapter five? Was it chapter five? Was it chapter five? You know why? I was looking at Matthew. Thank you, Jesus. Who switched my Bible? Who <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. Okay, we all know about the demoniac, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip through all that. Pastor Bruno uh, uh, delivered that word. Awesome. Hallelujah. How many guys were here for that one? And here's what, here's what happened. When, 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 the, when the demons came out of the man and went into the pigs, the people in that city said to Jesus, I, I got to find it now. And they began, verse 17, then they began to plead with him, to plead with Jesus, to depart from their region. Not to depart from my presence, not to depart from this area, to depart from their region. You know what they didn't want happen? They didn't want the atmosphere to change. So so get out of our region. And here's what is interesting. And I I know some of you already know this, but this caught my eye. Let's go down to verse uh, 18, the next one. (laughs) And when he got into the boat, he had been, he who had been demon possessed begged him, begged Jesus that he might be with him. Verse 19, however, Jesus did not permit him, but said to him, go home to your friends and tell them what great things the Lord has done for you and how he has had compassion on you. Verse 20, and he departed and began to proclaim in Decapolis all that Jesus had done for him and all marveled. Where is Decapolis? It's it's, it's a group of 10 cities, isn't it? Deca means 10. Polis means cities, metropolis, and it's I think it's on the eastern side of the the Jordan. Ten cities. So the former demoniac went and changed the atmosphere in different cities. See, God is interested in not just us getting healed, which is the top of the top of the, the wish list for this demoniac. He got healed, but but he got healed to change the atmosphere of the Decapolis. Amen. There's something beyond what God does for us and I'm, I'm so grateful for what God is doing in us but there's something even further than that. There's something even beyond that and it's an awesome responsibility that God is giving you and me. And you know what? And I told Bishop and I, I just hugged on him and, 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 and I just said, who are we that God is so mindful of us? I, just, I was just struck with awe that God would even choose us. Can you imagine the creator of heaven, the creator of earth? Forget earth, creator of the universe. I mean, the Hubble telescope, come, come on, can, do you guys look at that? In the, in, uh, uh, when you Google and see the beauty, the expanse, the endless expanse of this universe, and God puts us as priority? The earth is a speck, smaller than a speck in the entire universe. We're even smaller than that. We're a speck on a speck. But God, listen, but God is calling you and me to be atmosphere changers. The one that created the atmosphere has allowed you and me to become atmosphere changers. I'm not going to let that go. Listen, I'm not going to treat that lightly. I'm not going to take what God has given us as an awesome responsibility and treat it as something as common. Uh, not that I'm all that, but here's what I'm doing. I'm contending I'm pressing in more than I've ever been. Well, Pastor, you're the pastor. Aren't you supposed to be doing that? You know, this is not that easy. You know, we face things like everybody else face things. It's a decision that I make to press in even more. To continue fasting even after the January fast is all done. Hallelujah. To continue praying, praying even more than I've ever prayed. Pastor, weren't you always doing that? Listen, listen. There's more than all of us, that all of us can do. Because there's a heavy responsibility. And I release that to you. I release that for all of us. Acts chapter 16. We all know that. I mean, I I don't have to tell you the whole story. When you look at the uh, book of Acts chapter 16. another, uh, Another demon possessed person was healed. You know what? She was prophesying. She was following paul and silas and she was she was saying hey these are these are men of god she was prophesying but she was filled with demons and she got delivered and all of her beauty shown and 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 when she got delivered out of being demon possessed the the the, the, the whoever owned her the uh, slave owners couldn't make any money because she was telling fortunes through a demon and getting paid so let's look at this what happened was the atmosphere of that city changed it changed in Philippi. Verse 19 of Acts 16. But when her masters saw that their hope of profit was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to the authorities. Verse 20. And they brought them into the magistrates and said, These men, being Jews, exceedingly trouble our city. They didn't say, say exceedingly trouble our city our girl, our little business, they said they exceedingly trouble our city. What happened to their city? The atmosphere suddenly changed when she got healed. And they were threatened by the atmosphere changing. So they took Paul and Silas. I'm going to just go straight up to the place where they got thrown in jail and go right into verse 25. We all know this verse. Because they were in a particular atmosphere called prison. They were in a particular situation called my back is bleeding and my hands are in stocks and my legs are in stocks and I'm in the inner prison. That's an atmosphere. But they chose, listen, they chose to change that atmosphere. They chose to say, hey, you know what? My goodness. We're in prison, man. We, we, we did all that God told us to do. As a matter of fact, God told us to come to this city. We wanted to go someplace else. The Holy Ghost stopped us from going to that, that city and we came to this city. So therefore we know God's hand is in this. Therefore we know that something's going to turn and God's going to turn this around for the good. And verse 25, but at midnight Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and the prisoners were listening to them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were open and all of the chains were loose. Listen, the atmosphere had changed if in a prison, the doors are open and the chains were loose. That's not the atmosphere of prison. That atmosphere just suddenly changed. Now, we gotta, we got, we're going to get prophetic words on Monday, personal words. Some of you receive personal prophetic words today and th- even throughout the day. That word is for you to contend even in an atmosphere that is opposite of what your word said today. Because Paul and Silas were led to Philippi by the Holy Ghost. They ended up in prison, beaten. But they held on to that word that God wanted them there. Amen? And that word caused them to shift that atmosphere that they were in. And the chains were loosed doors were open but not only that the jailer ran in because he heard all the praising he heard all the praying listen when you're at work when you're at school where's minister uh, pastor alex you're going to change the atmosphere of that high school you're going to ch- you and your team and your youth are going to change that atmosphere and you're seeing it already The people heard or the jailer heard and he came rushing in asking the question what must i do to be saved and they said we believe in the lord jesus christ and you and your household will be saved now apparently his house the atmosphere atmosphere of his house needed to shift so when the jailer got saved the atmosphere in his house shifted. The Bible says they were all saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. Something happened. That's why we're here. House by house. Person by person. City by city. State by state. You're called and I'm called. We hold in our hands the responsibility to change the atmosphere. Atmosphere is important. Here. Can I share a couple of testimonies? Yeah. Didn't plan to keep you in here too long, but I, I need to share some testimonies. Maybe can I have a minstrel? Maybe. Can I go back? Because I want to honor Pastor Daniel and Pastor Karen. They were pastoring on Molokai. And it probably was hard for them because, uh, I mean, I, I don't want to advertise anything for the devil. He gets enough advertisement in, in every... But you know, I bet you when you guys came to Molokai, you guys felt an atmosphere of, of, of pretty much darkness. I talked to Bishop today and I reminded him he came to Molokai. What did you feel when he came off the plane? It was, was, was suppressed and dark. So, our job is to change an atmosphere. Amen. Pastor Daniel, Pastor Karen plowed, atmosphere changed. Things are changing. We went on a prayer walk. I, I might have shared this because it wasn't recently. It was at least a couple years ago. And I said, we're going to walk, we're going to do a Jericho walk. Only because I heard somebody did a Jericho walk, like walk seven times around an area. So our, our town is small enough that we could walk around the whole town. So I said, hey, let's just walk one time around for seven days. So every day we walked one time, we prayed, we prophesied, we prophesied and we prayed. We we, we walked in small groups, in pairs and in threes, so that to not look like we're a whole bunch of people walking. shifted <laughs> and so we walked on the last day the seventh day and, and I, I'm not stretching it because I got some Molokai people watching on the last day the seventh day we walked around and I said hey you know what guys let's just stop here wait for the other guys to come that house we need to just pray don't don't shout don't do you know don't particular house. So we prayed and we continued our walk. When I reached the church, I had a phone call. God is my witness. When I answered the phone, it was the person that lived in that house. She said, Pastor Robert, I don't go to your church, but I need your help. She goes to another church and she said, you know, my boyfriend, my fiance." I think he's demon possessed. I said, "Okay, where are you guys at?" He said, "I met my mom's house, I and I think that's the house we're praying." And I said, "Well, what about what about your pastor? Go call your pastor." I, I, she said, "I did." And she said, "And I said, well, so what did he say? Is he coming?" He said, "She said no. He doesn't know what to do." He said to call you. So, so I said, "Okay, okay, are you sure?" She said, "Yeah." And now this is the house that the Spirit of the Lord said to go just kind of pray inconspicuously, pray for that house. Did you guys hear that story before? Did anybody hear it? I'll tell it again. <laughs> so we went to the house. And, and, and her mom was sitting in there like, what, I don't know what to do. What's, he's in the room. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. It's okay. It's okay. We're here. I don't know what to do either. So, but we're here. I didn't, I didn't tell her that. I went into the room, and he, there, 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 he was in the room. I mean, he was... I mean, how do I describe him? It? It's not normal. His body, his configuration. It's not normal. And I took authority, because there, there was a dark atmosphere in the house, and I just took authority. And I commanded that demon to get out. It didn't get out. It, it, it something happened. I kept commanding that demon to get out. And I said, I have authority. Name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, by the blood of the Lamb, which is the final stroke for you, devil. Come out of him right now! And all of a sudden, he came out of him. I tell you, his face glowed, and I looked at my wife and I said, "Oh my goodness!" And he goes, "What happened, man?" I said, "You, you just, you just got delivered." And that, and they both came to church got filled with the Holy Ghost. Let me tell you something. Atmosphere changed. Not because God wants to and He does. But it's going to take people like you and me to do it. And that's why you're here. That's why on a Valentine's night where you could be any place in Wasilla, you're here because God wants you to be an atmosphere changer. have another story. Can can I? And you might have heard this one. I called my wife today. I asked her permission to share it. But there's so many new faces. So I'm sharing it again. While I was pastoring Molokai, I also pastored the church in Kapolei. We fly back and forth every week, every weekend. We fly back and forth. Now, my wife grew up in Merite's housing. Now, Pastor Josh... Ministers in Merite's housing and Kohil Park Terrace on the island of Oahu. And that's, you know, I mean, that's the hood. So my wife, before she knew Jesus, grew up in the hood. And before she knew Jesus, she left her home with my oldest stepson, Kavika, Minister Kavika. And she was raising him in a place in Waipahu. The streets were all Start, started with the name Poo. You know that? The streets all oh, poopo this, poopo that. I'll forget the names. <laughs> that place needs to be delivered. <laughs> I mean, they, they, they can find bodies in the street at any given time. Drugs permeate the place. When my wife was like 19 years old, 19, 20, and 21, she left home with my oldest son, who's now married with two of my beautiful grandchildren. And, and, and she was lost. She didn't know Jesus. She knew the devil. And she lived in that, in that housing area. And for maybe three years, fast forward, I met my wife, maybe, uh, maybe 10 years later from that time in her life. We got married and we found Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you Lord of our But there was something in her that was not healed. And she told me, said, she said honey, those years that I lived in the housing in Waipahu, I can't remember much. But I know I've been injured. I know I've been hurt. And and I, I had difficulty ministering to her sometimes. Well, years, even years later, from that. To the time of us pastoring kapolei it was maybe like 25 or 30 years from that point if i'm doing my math right so it was some time later we were visiting in the area of kapolei and my wife said i want to visit the women so you do whatever you want to do the lord asked me to go visit the women of kapolei i said well you know what here's what i'm going to do i'm going to go to starbucks and i'm going to work on my message and the Lord says no. Lord told me no. You go with her. He said yeah, but you know it's better. If she goes. With, she goes. She was going with another uh, female. The Lord said go. So I went. The first house we went to. The wife wasn't home, but the husband, a Polynesian man, big Polynesian man, was on the phone, angry. He, he looked at us and says, "What do you want?" I said, "Oh man, first visit already. I thought you wanted to visit women." And then and then he realized because oh pastor you wait and he, he said you wait So okay I'll wait. What did I do? i'm i new i'm new to couple you know so i came out of the car and i waited he was on the phone he's pacing back and forth and he hung up the phone he says my wife is going to leave me tonight she's going to leave me tonight she's going to she got a plane ticket she's going to leave me tonight i said well let's pray right here i said no pastor we need to go stop her we need to go visit her She's leaving tonight. I said, okay, let's go visit. Where's she at? She's staying at a friend's house. Okay, where's her friend's house? In Waipahu. Okay, let's go. Jumped in the car. I said, honey, she was driving (laughs) because she knows Oahu better than I do. I said, follow that guy. We're going to go and minister to his wife. She's going to leave him today, tonight. And are you okay? Are you good here? And so we followed, and she asked, my wife asked me, where are we going? It's Waipahu. I said, oh man, yeah, I don't like Waipahu. As long as we're not going to go to the poopoos district. And she followed we, followed, we followed him, and we were heading to the Pupu's district. And there were several streets that began with the word Pupu. Pupu this, poopoo that. And she said, well, as long as we don't go to Pupu whatever. And he turned into that street. And my wife said, "I don't want to go there. Okay, can I have a uh, handkerchief or uh, Kleenex?" Okay, oh, yeah, this is this—that's my nose. Okay. <laughs> anyway, too late now. I was, I was going to ask you, are you sure? But it's too late, Bishop. Okay. <laughs> And we drove in, and and, and as I was driving in, man, I could feel the demonic. People were working on their cars, looking at us like, this is Oahu, man, you should be used to traffic coming through here, but they could like, they're looking at us like, what are you guys doing here? Music blaring, people putting in stereos, people, you have to stop so the kids can cross the street with their bikes, people doing drugs. And she said, oh my goodness, this is the street. And I think, she said, I think my house, the house that I, 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 that I needed healing from with all the memories or the blank of memories is like right, right around that corner. And she was getting a little nervous. And we turned the corner and says, oh my goodness, that's, that's the apartment. And he turned in the, under the garage under the building, in that building. And she said, honey, I'm not coming out of this car. I said, yeah, but we're going to minister to his wife. I need you. She said, I don't feel good. There was an atmosphere, she said, "It's an atmosphere that I don't like. And it's bringing back memories now. Now I can remember some of the things that I've been through. Now this was years and years later. My wife is awesome now. She's been healed. But there were some things in her heart that was not healed. So she said, you know... My 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 apartment built my apartment was on the first floor. So we followed him. And he walked up the steps, the first floor. And she said, We better not go into that that, that that door that's right around that corner. So we followed him and his hand reached on that door. The very house or the very apartment room that my wife needed healing from all of her memories or lack of memories. When he opened the door, we had to walk over bodies. I don't know they were drunk or they were stoned i don't know what, what happened we went into the living room and the wife i said lord we need you right now i can't we we, we got till tonight this there's such a thickness of the demonic in this place so we just ministered to the wife and to the husband and i said, and I said when was the last time you said i love you to each other I said, when was the last time you told your wife I love you? He goes, ah, oh, oh. I said, well, if you got to think that long, <laughs> let me ask your wife. And she couldn't remember either. When was the last time you told, you told your husband that you love him? She couldn't remember either. And my wife was awesome. She took over. And she ministered to the wife. We saw her ticket. And all of a sudden, she broke down and she began to weep. And I was ministering to her husband. And I turned around and I looked at the wife and she was glowing. And I looked at my wife and she was glowing even brighter. And that whole atmosphere of that house shifted. They both went to each other, hugged each other, kissed each other. And she didn't leave that night. the best of my knowledge there's there's they're together Pastor Josh might know them listen and 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 the best thing about it was my wife got healed in the very room in the very room in the very room and I began to realize that we're not common people. If I can take the words that you, you mentioned today. Because I stood in awe of what God can do if we only say, Lord, you want to use us to do something that we even feel that we cannot do. And I say to you, people of Wasilla, God wants to use you the areas that you don't feel like you can do it because guess what you cannot but what God is placing inside of you this weekend you can change the atmosphere of your home you can change the atmosphere in your children's life when was the last time you told your son I love you when was the last time you told your daughter I love you when was the last time you kissed them before they went to school When was the last time you hugged them? I tell you, you can change that atmosphere. When was the last time you prophesied over your family and spoke the word of the Lord over your wife, men? God wants to shift the atmosphere in your home because he wants to shift the atmosphere in this city. God has made this church the church that it is when you step in this church you can feel an atmosphere of the holy ghost in this church but god is doing that because he's laying on our hearts a responsibility for this city it's beyond us it's beyond even this church it's for this city and it's for this state and god is telling you and me that we can be used by him who is man that god is mindful of him i don't know but God sure thinks highly of you. Last one, we were in the gym. I, I said I wanted to share something. We are in the gym working out. You can tell me and Pastor Daniel work out. Okay, all right. Anyway, we're working out. I mean, we were a bit younger when he was pastoring. A little bit younger. Has it been 10 years, about 10, 12 years ago? We're pumping iron. I mean, we were we were setting an atmosphere. Woo, we're beasts. Pumping. I mean, we, we were going heavy. That was our heavy day. We have a radio station, 98.9 K-I-O-M, at KC Molokai. And we asked the the, the the gym person in charge of the gym, can we can we turn on our station? So he we did. We're like the only ones except for one more person. So we had our station, and I tell you what, if anybody work out in a gym, you got Christian music, you got worship music going on, I tell you what, that's an atmosphere. That's an atmosphere. So we, we were going, and all of a sudden, the Holy Ghost hit us. I mean, we couldn't even do one more rep it's like the priest couldn't stand to minister we couldn't stand to do one more rep and all of a sudden this this guy his name is Dwayne Dwayne came to us and I don't I forget what he said but he said you know our mar- my marriage is on the rocks so I used to go to church and I'm working over here my wife's on Maui and uh, I mean, we're not doing good man he looks like you guys are believers can you guys pray so we prayed I'm kind of chopping up this story, but yeah. And then and we prayed. Listen, God healed his marriage. The wife visited Molokai, went to their house, Pastor Karen and Pastor Daniel with a with a box of donuts. You remember that she said, and we never we didn't meet her before. She said, Thank you for praying for my husband. She gave us donuts. She said, My husband's a changed man. That happened because the atmosphere of a gym shifted. Now, maybe three or four years later, maybe five or six, I forget. We went to Maui for a conference. And I don't know if you know this. I went to go to the the juice jug to fill up juice because we're having... It was was the anniversary. We had it outside. The anniversary luau at at King's Cathedral, Maui. And this guy taps me on the shoulder. I turned around. It was Dwayne. He said, I'm still here, Pastor. I said, oh my goodness. You're still serving God. I said, yeah, I'm attending Bible studies. I'm doing this. this, this." My My wife's over there. I said, oh my goodness. All because an atmosphere shifted, amen? Amen. Hallelujah. So God wants to shift this atmosphere, and God's going to use you. Come on, who's ready? Who's ready to be used by God? Who's saying, Lord, I'm in. I'm all in. I'm all in. I'm going to do whatever it takes change my home I'm going to do whatever it takes to press in I'm in God because I don't want to miss it I don't want to miss what you want to do to me this atmosphere has to change God and I cannot wait for it to happen because I'm going to wait the rest of my life Lord you're calling me to shift this atmosphere so God do a shift in me shift the atmosphere in my home Lord shift the atmosphere atmosphere my family Lord God come on Come on, lift up your hands all around this place. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Come on. If you can speak in speaking tongues, if you can pray in tongues, go on. Go ahead. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Come on. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna shift the atmosphere in this place. Amen. Okay, oh, okay. 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 Hallelujah. Come on, just continue lifting up your hands. Because God's shifting some things even tonight. Even tonight. God is saying, don't go home and put the same coat on that you came in with. You're going to go home with a different coat. And there is an anointing in this place. You can feel it. I can feel something shift just about now. Right about now. Right about now. And tonight is Valentine's night. Valentine's Day night. Not that it makes a difference. Every night should be Valentine's. But God wants to touch marriages tonight.
0: Do you see that? Do you see that? I see a cloud. I see a cloud of the presence of the Lord descending in this house right now. All across, it's just like the atmosphere is just getting thick, it's just beginning to descend. Lift your hands, you need a healing, you need a miracle, you need a healing. Come on, Pastor Robert, just pray and prophesy. Healing. Hallelujah. You know, I'm gonna
2: ask if you need healing, take it one step further. I want couples that need healing in their homes. Parents that need healing in your in your children, just come up to the front. I'm not gonna take what God is. This is a holy moment right now. This is a holy moment. God is gonna heal. God God, God, knows. God, knows. God knows. God knows. God knows. The power of God's gonna come. It's gonna be a healing. A healing's gonna take place. Come. Come, all of you. All, all, come, come. Pastor Bruno, come. Pastor Bruno. Minister Trey. Pastors and ministers, come. Come. Hallelujah. The atmosphere is shifted. God's healing. Come on. I need all of you to begin to pray. Pray pray in the Holy Ghost. God's doing something. God's doing
1: something.
3: Change me, change me right now. You can change me, you can change me. Tell them I don't want to be the same I don't want to be the same Lift your voice up and tell them You can change me You can change me From that heart Right now Tell them you can change me You can change me Here I am oh God You can change me lift those hands and tell them, you can change change me me. You can change change me me. Tell them right now Right now This is the right atmosphere right here, right now This is it You can change me You can change me Take my heart, oh God change me Take my mind
1: Right now
3: Tell the singers, come on and come, help us sing change me. Oh, you, you can change, change me. I give you my will. You can change me. Give you my heart. Tell
1: him right now.
3: Lord, I want to be changed. Tell him you can change me. You can change me. You can change You can change me You can change me Right now Right now Now you have to welcome him real simple Throw your hands up and tell him Put your hands up Holy Spirit I welcome you Put those hands up and tell him Right now Oh, oh. Rim shot Holy Spirit, I welcome you. I welcome you right now. Say it
1: again.
3: Holy Spirit. I welcome you right now. I want you to stay right there and just say right now when simple. Right Right now. now. Come on. Right now. Tired of the struggle. Tired of it. Right now. Right now. Here I am, oh God. Here I am, oh God. Tell him. Right now. Come on, tell him. Here I am. this room. If you're tired, if you need God to give you a strength, tell him I need it. When? Right now. Come on. All over the place, everywhere. Lift that voice and tell him. Right now. I want a healed heart. I want my heart healed. I want it healed right now. Right now. Take a moment out right now. Lift your voice all over the place. Lift it right now. Lift up. While people are getting healed now oh, lift that voice Lift it up Lift it up Put those hands up And lift up that voice I'm never going to be the same oh, Holy Spirit You can change me Sir you're going to be delivered now
1: Right now, Holy Spirit, say you can change me. Right now,
3: if you feel you're being changed, open up your mouth and tell them. Welcome, Holy Spirit, come on. Holy Spirit, you can change me. Change me. I'm not leaving the same way I came. Ministering to people all over the place, listen very close. Real simple instruction You are called, you're called to change the atmosphere. Tell somebody that, tell them you that's what you're called for. Tell them, tell them you're not saying it. You're looking at me. Tell somebody next to you. You're, and then I want you to, to do something else. You, I want this is gonna sound strange, but I want you to command them then in the name of the Lord and tell them, do it then. Tell them, go ahead, do it. I ain't playing. And as a matter of fact, encourage them to do something that we all can do tonight. You ready? Let's lift our voice up and blast the roof off of this place. All over this place. Lift your voice up. Lift it, lift it, lift it. Praise your God right now. Praise your God right now. Praise your God right now. That's it. Come on. off. Oh.
0: yourself you might find that you've been healed If you had a physical ailment come on just just check to see if you feel it better mm-hmm. he's a healing jesus
3: he's a healing jesus
0: mm-hmm. he's a healing jesus he's my healer Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He's a healing Jesus. There's a balm in Gilead. There's a (laughs) balm. Hey,
1: there's a balm.
0: Come on, somebody clap and shout to God. Pastor Robert, my goodness. say I'll never be the same come on turn to your neighbor and say I'll never be the same amen if you can find a seat please go ahead and do that right now well praise the Lord come on just find a seat we're going to close in just a moment want to do something very important Here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. Pastor Robert, I was praying for you, Pastor Robert. I was praying. And I really felt like the Lord spoke to me. And uh, so to check that, I called Doc. I called Doctor. And uh, he confirmed. We, we want to we sow into Molokai is what we want to do. You need vans. You need vans. They have a real move of the Spirit of God that's taken place. And, and it's been how many years we've been there? 30? Yeah. 31 years, 32 years. It's the very first extension Casey ever had. Had the privilege of pastoring there. We're going we're gonna to give tonight and believe God to raise money for, you need vehicles. They can't rent vehicles, there's just nothing there. We're gonna believe God to raise finances for some vans or some buses, whatever you see fit. Because you could bus in a hundred kids right now, right? I mean, like any children's ministry,
2: the kids bring in the families, and uh, the kids are bringing in the families. This past Tuesday night, before we got here, Kids, they could hear the service going on downstairs. They were begging the children's leaders to come downstairs because we were ministering to people. They ran downstairs and they ran up to the front, laid hands on them. They were all over the floor. God is doing something supernatural. And these are kids coming in on the bus. Their parents are not even in church
0: yet. Amen. Amen. So we're going to go ahead and do that right now. Ushers, would you assist us? Now let me just tell you what the measure of a good offering is. Can I tell you? That everybody obeys God. All right. So everybody, come on, everybody do something. Everybody obey God. He's blessed you for the purpose of being generous on every occasion. That's the purpose of the blessing of God. Hey, somebody say amen. Hallelujah. So let's give this will go towards this will go towards the revival on Molokai. And the purchase of some vans. Amen. Wouldn't that be great? It could be, I mean, maybe we could just raise all the money right now. Hey man, stranger, things have happened. Yeah. All right. If you want to drop 20 grand in the offering, you spell 20 T W. Come on. You can, come on. You can certainly use the app to, it's good, good soil. What a powerful word. Come on, we're going to sow into changing the atmosphere. My, my, my. Ushers, would you come? If you're making out a check, make it out to KC. We'll be sure that the entirety of this offering goes towards that effort. Amen. Anybody get impacted tonight? Pastor Bruno, would you come and pray? Come on, just come and pray over this. And that God would release the funds necessary for, for these vehicles. Amen.
4: Come on, let's pray. Father, I thank you for the shift of atmosphere that has happened in the island of Molokai. Lord, how have you used Pastor Robert? <laughs> such an amazing, amazing yes. man of God, Lord. What a testimony. Yes, yes. Lord, I just thank you that he's raising up a company of prophets and world changers, Lord. That will carry that same DNA and that same spirit. I thank you for a release, Lord, of just signs, wonders, miracles, and healings. That entire island will be impacted and even beyond. Father, I pray that you'd even just begin to just speak to him, even of nations, that you just birth things even in his heart right now. And Father, we speak these vans right now in Jesus' name. For that bus ministry, it will happen. The children's ministry will explode. They'll be filled with the Holy Spirit. They'll be called into ministry. Lives will be changed. They'll be set free. Entire generations, genealogies will be completely transformed and changed and I just thank you, Lord, for favor that's upon him and his family. In the name of Jesus, we bless him. We bless him now. Thank you, Lord. In your name, amen. Hey
0: amen, ushers. Go ahead. And then I, 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 I've told you already, but I just feel to do it one more time. The Lord is going to give you such a beautiful home Hallelujah. that it's going to be, it, it, it's just going to be a trophy of God's grace. And he's going to do it not because of any other reason. That he can take somebody from the island of Molokai and bless them like he's blessed you, like he's blessing you. And it's going to be overwhelming for you. You will weep on your lanai as you pray and reach your hands out to the islands. That's what I see. I see you reaching your hands out to the islands. I even think I know where that's at. (laughs) I think so. Father, thank you. You lost a house because of somebody else. And God's going to give it to you, and it's going to be seven times what that other one was. Because when a thief is caught, when a thief is caught, he's got to pay back seven times. It's going to be a seven times, a seven times what that other house, don't even look in any of the camps. Do you know what I'm telling you? Don't even... I don't know if you're going to build it or how it's going to be, but it's going to be miraculous. It's not going to be something you have to strive or stress about. He's going to do it. He's going to do it to you. He's going to bless you. Think big. Hallelujah. Come on, Bishop. You got something for us? Come on, stand up on your feet. Come on, stand up on your feet. Put your hands together like this. Praise the Lord. Come on, put your hands up like this. Come on. The Lord is great and worthy to
3: be praised. Help me say,
1: hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. You can feel free to move your feet and slide back and forth. Praise the Lord. Come on. Come on.
3: Yeah, yeah. The Lord is great and worthy to be Be praised. praised. Hallelujah. Hallelujah Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Praise the Lord One more time, you ready? Sing with me The Lord is great and worthy to be praised Your party is saying Hallelujah Come on y'all, sing Hallelujah Praise the Lord Praise the Lord Now this part is real easy Hallelujah, say it like this. Hallelujah. Come on, say it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Y'all are not convincing me, not yet. Say, it. come on. All right, let me see if you can handle this. You ready? Listen, listen to the words now. Listen. I came to dance before my king. And I'm singing hallelujah. hallelujah. Y'all ain't dancing.
1: Hallelujah.
3: I didn't ask you if we you were gonna dance on beach. Yeah. I love y'all. I'm gonna sing it again, see what you're gonna do. I came to dance before, before my king. I wanna know if you're gonna sing hallelujah. Hey, come on, here we go. Take it up, here we go. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Here we go. Hallelujah. Everybody help me say Hallelujah. 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 Come on. Hallelujah. Everybody say with me Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I wish I had somebody that would dance. Come on, sing Hallelujah. Come on, Brother Bruno, sing. Come on and dance for him.
0: Here we go. Hallelujah. Say it again. Hallelujah. Come on, Mike. Hallelujah. Come on, Mike. Come on, sing.
3: Hallelujah. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh-oh, oh Somebody got soul up in here. Come on. Hallelujah.
1: Come on, everybody. Clap your hands tonight. All right, go
2: slow, something like this. Y'all ready? Lord is great and greatly to be praised. I want y'all to give him the praise because if you don't, somebody else will. The rocks will cry out and so we will get on the path of righteousness. Everything that we go through, he is watching over us. It says in this word, he holds us in the palm of his hand. Come on, everybody, won't you take your hand? Put it in your other hand. Raise your hands to the heavenly place
1: and voice down in the air like this. Run are not a bass, so we sing it like this.
3: Jordan, you want to do one thing. You ready? I want you hey, to say
1: hallelujah.
3: Hey. hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, say it.
1: hallelujah.
0: The rest of the conference, 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. We got pre service prayer at 7, 8 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 6 o'clock, and all day Monday, too. Take someone by the hand, don't miss all the different things that are taking place this weekend. 10th Annual Prophetic Conference. Praise the Lord! Come on, somebody say, Praise the Lord! Father, thank you for what you've done. Bless your people as they go and as they stay in Jesus' name. Amen. Pastor Karen, would you come? We've got some presbytery over some of our staff. Feel free to stick around if if you need to slide out.